Recording from the Ethel Studios, this is Craigie Too Crunk, and you listen to the Talking Small Podcast. If you do not like it, call your doctor, go to the hospital, and have your balls chopped off. Oh yeah! Something that beautiful should have something beautiful. Harley looks at her cock and goes, you talk about you? Big butthole blast. Harley, that's some real initiative by the executive producer to try to bump the ratings. Soups only, dude? Oh, if we're talking like broccoli cheddar soup, dude. Yeah, party girls. Ooh, yeah. Blonde-haired sisters. I'm in love with the stripper. Oh, Grandma, it's when guys send Danielle dick pics. So I was younger than her when I was beaten off to it. <laughs> Hashtag statutory beat off. We live. We pod. Al's back from Australia. I'm back into the coldness of the Louisiana summer. Some shit weather. Hashtag summer. weather talk. Summer. This is winter, bro. Yeah, it, I know. It fucking snowed up in the country uh, yesterday, there was still ice on the ground this morning. It got down to 22 degrees. That's cold for Louisiana. Now, see, people down south are normally excited when they see snow because they don't see it very often. You sounded like you were pissed that it was sleeting last night in the country. I couldn't do anything. They closed, like, schools. What would you have early. done anyway? I'd go out to eat. I'd go get some, you know, leave the house for a second. I don't know. It just, it felt like I couldn't do it. I had to take the dogs outside to go to the bathroom. That was cold. So you let the dogs out? Always. Um, I thought the proper response would be, ooh. ooh. Oh, yeah, no, but, can't uh, dude, you can't go cheesing like that off the rip. Um, so, so I, I think a lot of this podcast is going to be, uh, directed towards your vacation or travels in Australia. But before we get there, I want some feedback on the couple episodes we had that you weren't here for specifically, how surprised were you when we had a episode with the guests of Snapchat girl? All right, so the whole time I've been in Australia, I've been getting Snapchats from Snapchat Girl. I've been getting Snapchats from you guys. So uh, one day I go to take a shower before I go out in the morning, and I get a Snapchat from uh, Harley saying of him and Craig at the strip club like looking like they were having the time of their fucking lives, even though the happiest they ever were when they were there were Snapchatting me. Two are fucking really hamming it up. Wait, what are you talking? Wait, what are you talking about that like that? Why? Why do you think we weren't happy without Snapchatting you? I don't understand. I'm just saying, you guys. I'm saying, you guys put on your fucking A plus. We're having the best time of our life, and when you're not here, bro, faces. Yeah, that all. That all. So they send me that. Snapchat girl also sends me a snap saying, "Ooh, guess where I am," or something like that. So I'm like, oh shit, you're at the, I ask him what strip club they're at. I go, oh, you're at the penthouse club. I sent that to Harley. I sent it to her. And then when I realized they were both at the same place, I was like, oh shit. I, I told them of each other because I was like, oh shit, you may actually meet this person because they had never met Snapchat girl before. If you don't know about Snapchat girl, go listen to the last episode. Although you may not hear it too well since apparently she kept covering the mic and she kept, you know, talking away and off mic and stuff. Well, one of the things I enjoyed is, so 
we leave and the whole thing was she couldn't Snapchat to show that we were with her the whole time because she had to stay off of Snapchat Why? for a while because we wanted to be a surprise. Okay, we didn't want okay. you to know. So, so they purposely tried to set me up here like this podcast wasn't going to happen. So your plan was you were just going to release this while I was in Australia and be like, oh shit. Snapchat girl uh, had a podcast with us uh, and had me like, oh, I wonder what she said. Did Snapchat girl tell all? Yeah, and I kind of wanted to be, and we didn't really get it logistically because uh, Eric was kind of freaking out about it right before. So I ended up posting it. Uh, I wanted it to be like you got it right as you got on the plane. So like you couldn't, and you ended up listening to it on the plane. So it, I guess it kind of worked out. But I wanted, my, my thoughts were you were going <laughs> to listen to it on the plane and like want to like tell us shit and be stuck on like a 20 hour flight and not be able to communicate or anything like that. So that was the thought process. I, I thought that would s- really annoy you. So I was like, Oh, this might be great. <laughs> yeah. But see the, the part about part about that is I would just have like notes open on my phone or have a notebook like I have here and just, you know, listen to the episode and write down comments I had, which I did do. I don't have very many because it was an underwhelming episode, in my opinion. A lot of bad questions, just... Anybody in particular bringing the bad questions? Who had the subpar performance? Because I've heard a lot of feedback on that episode, and it sounds like a lot of people are saying Craig stole the episode. Well, I'm the one who said, you know, it would have been very subpar unless Craig was there, you know, uh, coming in with some jokes. Although, Harley, you said at the very beginning of the podcast, which this is in my notes here, Harley says Craig Apartment is a place where people rarely come. Harley, I got that. That was a good joke. I don't know whether you did it on purpose, but... I did, I did. The only person coming in there is attached to Craig's hand, and there's only one thing attached to Craig's hand. That was a good joke. Yeah, so the only person where someone comes, yeah. Also, there was like a major J-Bone edited part. I don't know if you guys brought him up and edited it out, but that was an obvious cut. I don't know what was said, but you got kind of come back. All right, let's get let's get back on no, track here. No, no, no. We started talking about drugs, and I had to cut it because I, I just people could listen to this, and I don't want it to come out with some of the stuff that got said. So what do you I mean had, people could listen. We have over how many views on this episode at this point? Uh, Fifty-eight. So uh, Iron a, Man numbers. We're doing fucking. Hey, 2017, Talking Small Podcast is coming for you, bitch. So, and we had to edit some of that out, so we started talking about some inappropriate stuff. So, it wasn't anything about J-Bone. Oh, okay. All right, well, there was seems to be a little confusion on how I met Snapchat Girl, or how uh, we started talking to each other. Well, from, from what I remember from the podcast and that night, uh, you saw her on Tinder... And she had a uh, her Snapchat thing, and then you hit her up on Snapchat. Yeah, we we matched on Tinder, and in her Tinder thing, she had her Snapchat name. So I was like, I had just gotten Snapchat fairly recently, so I was like, oh, fuck it, let's add it. You know, you get a better idea what someone looks like from Snapchat and their person and their personality from Snapchat than like fucking sending texts back and forth. This chick could be catfishing me. You know, you never know. Um. So, uh, so I add her on Snapchat. She adds me back and I'm just sending snaps like normal. I think it was in slide L partying for the weekend with my dad. And then I was coming back up to BR, sent a couple snaps. And while I was driving back to BR, she sends me, she sends me a snap message. Who is this? And I go, your new best friend. 
And then ever since then, just been fucking snapping periodically back and forth, and just the rest is podcast history. All right, another gripe. Not a gripe, but a funny thing that she pulled the something that you you do, although she was trying to brag when normally you're trying to make a joke no one gets. So she was trying to brag. She mentions like, oh, yeah, the first time I met him, I was with my best friend, her boyfriend, and DJ Def. And you guys like, who? Yeah. She was like, she was like, oh, you don't know DJ Def? She said like that, oh, you don't know DJ Def? And you guys like, no. Oh, he uh, he DJs on uh, 94.1 or well, whatever. Well, she couldn't even like really give the radio station. She started like Cause she doesn't listen to it. like really hard. Like I was supposed to know who that was. And I was only focused on bringing DJ Dan into the conversation <laughs> after that. Because I wanted Craig to jump in with his DJ Dan. Oh, oh that was another part that Craig saved the podcast on. Is During the exact part you're talking about, Craig goes, I know a DJ Dan. <laughs> but it kind of went under the radar. Like Everyone kind of ignored him because she was trying to explain who DJ Def was. Yeah, DJ Def was there, and uh, I don't know. He seemed like kind of a so you've met DJ dude. Def. Yes, and the funny part about it is, like two days ago on my Instagram feed, up like a promoted uh, Instagram post with DJ Def being a realtor was on it, and I was like, they're definitely listening to our phones. Like we already knew that, but like us talking right now, watch your Instagram have DJ Def promoted uh, Graham. That's that's uh, that's tough. Is um. Are you that good with DJ Def? Can he spin some beats for the pod? Eric was complaining about the, the pod beat, so I gave him some smooth jazz on the last episode <laughs> just to piss him off. Just some smooth jazz. So, um, yeah. And uh, another funny part about that podcast, I thought, was when Snapchat Girl was rating Chris, which, by the way, Eric, having her rate people she hasn't met that she might meet in the future before she even knows him, like create enemies immediately or say a dude's really hot when she's, you know, whatever in some relation to me, like that was a no win game for her. Like she just purposely sandbagged all you guys on purpose. But I did like her, her line or whatever saying, Oh, when she was rating Chris, she was, and they were showing pictures of Chris Mal was in him and she was like, Oh, she's attractive. Oh, she's very attractive. It's she was giving Chris bonus points for Mallory, like trying to lay on that uh she would make out so Chris, maybe we can get them together, maybe we can get some action going. I don't know, I'm just saying. But I, I really enjoyed that because she's like, Oh yeah, he's gotta have a haul because he has a hot girlfriend. I was like, That's all all it takes. That's it. That's it. That wasn't you the like, ho- you that, grow. No, dick. no, that wasn't the hog point. That was the uh points category I think she was upgrading, not the hog or frog category. Yeah, but I no, she said he had a hog because he had a hot girlfriend, if I remember right. Funny also funny part about that is Chris always likes to joke or maybe not joke about him having a micro penis. So the like if if Chris listened to that podcast and heard himself uh be referred to as having a hog, you're like, No, my dick's tiny <laughs> like you start cracking up and slapping your knee. Alright, uh oh, I'd like to refute one of the true or false parts. I always need to wear three articles of clothing on my uh, waist, below my waist at all times. At all times? Come on. I take showers naked. I fucking... Snapchat see me naked. Eric see me naked on Snapchat. Because Snapchat, the first time we hooked up, took a Snapchat, and I was completely butt-ass naked. So, at all times, that's a little hyperbolic. All right. Right now. 
How many pairs do you have? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's cold outside. Come on, man. It's fucking almost freezing. I'm not used I'm to this. I'm standing by that as fact. Hey, what do you think about the toys one? <laughs> that was another one I wanted to kind of refute. But no, but in the big scheme of things, compared to other kids, didn't you like have pretty much no toys? Yeah, compared to other kids, I pretty much had no toys. When me and Harley were growing up being best friends since second grade, normally you're like, oh, you go over to this guy's house once, you go over to this guy's house once. You go. No, it was me, Harley's house every weekend. Mom and dad dropped me off Friday night, picked me up Sunday morning for church, and I'm at, I'm at the show household all weekend. I'm eating hot dogs. I'm playing hoops. I'm playing fucking NFL Madden 94 with Steve Young and Jerry Rice. Like, this is what we're doing for the weekend. So, if you really think about it, why would I ever have toys if I was always over at your house? I agree, and I think one of the reasons I didn't go to your house as much was because there, and besides, I didn't like eggs, and your dad always tried to get me to eat an omelet. And I remember the first time, I, I think, go ahead I and tell this. Story. I love this, because it, he says always... He, this is the one time he came over to our house in like the first five years. This is not the first, no. This is the first time you slept over at my house. It, it might have been the first time. Okay. All right. I might give you that. And it was the only but, time for five years. But it wasn't the first time I came over to your house. I just hadn't slept over maybe, before that. Maybe. Maybe. Because I came I over we, with Steve and Coco magic shoes. Why are you pointing at me? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. God damn it. Uh, can't wait till this is uploaded to YouTube. Um... Yeah, so we've told this story before on the podcast. We'll tell it again. First time Harley sleeps over at my house, my dad's in the kitchen, uh, you know, Saturday morning or whatever morning it was. It was like, you boys want to eat or whatever? Like, yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, and they're like, oh, what you making? My dad's like, I'm making omelets or whatever. And I'm like, cool. You know, I know what an omelet is. Had it before. Harley's like, yeah, do that. All right, so my dad, you know, we go back to doing whatever we're doing, probably just staring at Sports Center on the TV, if we had one of those, don't remember. And then, uh, yeah, obvious joke, we had TV. It had wood paneling around it, but still. Uh, <laughs> so my dad gets done cooking breakfast, puts it on the table for us. We start eating. Harley's looking at his plate like, does it have eggs in it? <laughs> Which, if you know what an omelet is... I've never eaten an omelet before. So, my dad's like, yeah, it's omelets, eggs, cheese, ham, whatever he had in the fucking omelet. It it was ham. It was ham. I remember this. And then, (laughs) I was like, "Uh, I don't like eggs. (laughs) It just doesn't (laughs) touch his food. "Uh, You need to eat? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. And then the corollary to that story is, a little bit later, I guess, since me and Harley were such good friends... We both had sisters that were around the same age. So one morning, my mom, I guess, takes some McDonald's breakfast. My sister and, and Harley's sister, Danielle, Dan, shout out to Dan Bleasy. And uh, and she takes him to McDonald's, I guess, because my mom's wanting to, to, you know, acquiesce to other kids because she never took us to fucking McDonald's. We never got fucking junk food. Yeah, rare, rarely did y'all ever have anything like that. We, we had the showed household ate at a lot 
more frequently than y'all. Yeah, I think my my mom specifically wanted to pound in, hey, these foods are good for you. Uh, learn to like them now. And then at a certain point, she was like, all right, let's get pizza. Yeah, then it was always, let's go to Dante's. <laughs> well, hey, hey, that's a fucking, rest in peace, Dante's, a fine Slidell dining establishment. So, anyway, back to the story, which I can't believe I remember. Um, so, they go through the drive. Oh, no, no. Uh, she took him to Waffle House. My bad. Not McDonald's. Waffle House. Are she- we with them right now? We're not with okay. them. It's it's my little sister, Harley's little sister, and my mom, I think. And she took him to Waffle House for whatever reason. Sleepover, whatnot. I don't know. So, um, they make hash browns she orders hash browns and then when she gets them on the plate similar to harley looking at an omelet asking if it has eggs she's like these aren't hash browns like what (laughs) apparently she had only ever had mcdonald's hash browns that is true so she thought they came like every hash brown was like rectangular and in a little paper sleeve (laughs) shit's fucking hilarious that is true that is true um yeah, I remember. I remember your mom telling telling us about that. Yeah, but I also had I had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. But by the time Harley finally came over to my house again, uh, they were probably put up in storage. I I ended up toys pretty quick. I had those connects things. Play with those a little, but uh, also. But the- like how I described what we normally did over at your house was pretty accurate. Yeah. We, th- we played football in the backyard or we shot basketball. Well, we pretty much did the same thing at your house, but there was a lot more video games to be played. That is true. That is true. And junk food to be ate. Yeah. Thank you, Mom, for always putting the gushers in the uh, pantry. And thank you, The Box, for many hours of music video entertainment. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty much my uh, rundown of that episode, which is probably a mini episode in itself right there all right so we're in the strip club with a snapchat girl you said me and craig are looking as happy as a motherfucker yeah yeah eric was very uncomfortable in the strip club the entire time what made him so uncomfortable he didn't want to spend any money like if you listen to pot he's all excited about going to wolville and we couldn't go to wolville because Everybody was telling me I had to go drive him to Woodville and then bring him all the way back to Baton Rouge, which is like driving an hour there, an hour back, and then another 30 minutes to my house, which is all in the same fucking direction as Woodville. Your ho- and your house is closer to 45 minutes. So, yeah, that's like th- that's like three hours of driving when you could make one 15-minute drive. So, so, if that. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, no. If you if you motherfuckers want to go to Woolville, you're staying at my house that night. We're, we're not fucking... I'm not driving you all the way back. Or, yeah, if Harley's going to be the driver, he's going to need an orgy. So... <laughs> you're staying at my house. So, um... We ended up, ended up going to the penthouse club. And one of the ways... Turn up. One of the things that really f- was funny that happened there is Eric walks in and, of course, Craig is enticing us to go, wants us to... Wants to pay for our entry fee. Well, Eric was telling me he he would only go to the strip club if Craig paid for everything. And then he said you guys pulled up and it was a um, mandatory valet for $2. And he said when you guys heard that, no one went for their wallet. So Eric begrudgingly reached his 
long arms into his short pockets and got out $2 to pay for the valet. Did you guys f- purposely fuck with him? Because he, he wasn't driving, was he? No, he was driving. Oh, well, I mean, that's he, why he, he drove. He drove us to the uh, strip club. Oh, okay. Why? Because he wasn't drinking during the podcast? No, he, he, well, not really. He had like two beers during the podcast. He but must he, have been hammered then. He really wanted to drive home. So he was just like, I was like, Eric, I'll drive us there. And he was like, well, are y'all going to come back here? Uh, no, I, I, I might, I probably want to leave before y'all. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to drive. And I was like, okay, we're going to drive back to slide L an hour and a half drive. Yeah. So, so I was already past midnight or whatever. I, I don't understand that mentality. If I have to drive over an hour to get to where I want to go to, I'm just going to sleep wherever the fuck I want to do and wake up early and take care of my shit. Like once you reach a certain point, it's not worth it. Chris used to always do that when he lived in Hammond. He would just, we'd be in New Orleans having fun. All right, guys, it's 1.45, got to drive back to Ham. I was like, just fucking stay with the rest of us and drive in the morning. Like, it's not worth it. Well, for on anything, your sleep is compromised. You're doing dangerous shit by drinking and driving a long distance at night. Like, it's just, it's, it never made sense to me. But this is what Eric wants to do. So he doesn't want to drink too much at, at the strip club or drink too much anywhere. Well, so we go and I'm like, Eric, okay, we'll ride with you. Well, I'm not going to, I don't want to bring you all back here. I, I'm going to leave the strip club by midnight or whatever. And I was like, Eric, we'll just Uber back. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, okay. So we get, we get it and he drives and the guys, first of all, Craig says, don't, don't, don't valet. Just drive right past the guy, but you can't drive right past the guy. You have to pay him $2 to not valet, which is kind of stupid. I was just ready to park across the street and walk in. Yeah. The funny, the funny bone closed down. Rest in peace. Funny bone. Just fucking park there. Thanks to Joe for getting us free tickets at one time. Perhaps. Yeah. That's when, uh, Thompson got bit by my dog. Yes. And Harley's like, hey, what you want? Anything. Chris goes, I'll, uh, I'll take a Newcastle. <laughs> so anyway, um, so Eric, yeah, Eric had to pull out $2. So we end up parking. And Eric, he doesn't park at the first parking spot. He goes like as far away as possible. He doesn't take first available? No, not even close. So then he comes back and we, we walk all the way in. And Snapchat girl left her purse in Eric's car because she didn't want to have her purse with her or whatever. So we get yeah it. baggage. Shout out to CJ and Batter. <laughs> so we get in there and Craig pays for all of us to go in. So we get we sit down and we have a table in the back, like way cut off. So we're not gonna have too many chicks just come up to us. So perfect what part viewing of the strip and club. Like if you when you walk in what immediately is it? to the right and back behind. Oh, that's a good spot. <laughs> Underneath the little balcony. Oh man, yeah. that's that's the that's the cheap seats. <laughs> And see that works because it's a in sports you know that's the upper deckers and over here it's for the people who don't want to tip so yeah. hashtag cheap seats. So we sit down and the the waitress who actually ends up going to high have went to high school with Snapchat girl. Is it that uh, tall skinny blonde girl? No, she was a brunette. Damn it! You did you see that tall skinny blonde girl waitress in there? No. Uh, well, the waitresses in there are. Primo, they're kind of hotter than the uh, stripper chicks for no. for that for that night. For that night, they were. Th- that's how it is on a lot of the strip clubs because the hotter chicks have the higher standards and will stoop to less stuff o- on the majority. That's why when you see a really hot stripper, you know. So. Um. So 
we got we got she came over and we got drinks. But Eric wants a uh, water, and Snapchat girl goes with a water. Me and Craig went with Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> carbonated water no they didn't get carbonated water they just they're like uh, tap water so no they I meant you guys oh. Bud Light drinking oh, okay. fizzy water yeah so <laughs> so she no, walks regular. so she walks out and I, and I immediately look at Eric and Snapchat girl and say what the fuck are y'all doing like get a goddamn drink let's get this party so, going Snapchat girl goes well I, I, I was kind of frozen I didn't know what to do and I was, I was like okay sure whatever for a frozen so like, you like she, water? Like, she, like she didn't know what to order and now uh, water okay you so say, then I'll start with a water and then you know well she comes back bangs. and gets a double vodka soda with lime how much do you think a double vodka soda with lime cost this is what night Saturday night no, I think it's a Friday night. Friday night at the night show. I don't know. In most places, that's it can be anywhere from uh, it can be anywhere from like eleven, twelve to fucking eighteen. And then in L.A., at some places, it's fucking thirty-two dollars. But twenty dollars, twenty dollars for that drink. And me and Craig are drinking like I think it was like five dollar five dollar Bud Lights. Yeah. So, winner, hey, you fucking winner, you winner. fucking told her drink up, sweetie. Winner, booze up. So I would have done the same fucking shit without the soda, without the lime. So Craig, Craig's like kind of in the cheap seats, and Craig gets a little antsy when he's in the cheap seats. He really has got that. He's got that cash. He, we had to go to the ATM on the way there to get Craig some cash. So he's really raring to spend some of it. Craig wants to be seen in the strip club, <laughs> and by. No, he wants to see in the strip club. He doesn't care if he's seen. He doesn't care if anyone's seeing him, you know, do whatever he's going to do. He don't care that the spotlight is kind of on him since he's as close as possible to the person the spotlight's on. But Craig wants to get his eyes. He wants to feast his eyes and uh, have everything go to the spank bank for him. (laughs) Like he said, people rarely come in Craig's apartment. So Craig... uh... Craig's getting a little antsy back there. So he, him and Snapchat girl and Eric actually go up to the stage. Where are you? Oh, I came back from the bathroom and I was waiting for my beer and they were like, oh, well, we're going to go to the stage real quick. And I was like, fuck, I'm waiting for my beer. Okay. I'm just going to, yeah. I, I got to wait this out. <laughs> so I look up and Snapchat girls getting a facial of just Titties. Female genitalia. No, south of the border. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Just like, hey, Snapchat uh, girls used to doing that all on in the, girls. All in the face. Um, in the face. Big time. So Eric's up there. And Craig, and Craig gave her... Uh, Craig gave Eric like two ones so Eric could throw him out there because Eric wasn't pulling any money out. Two ones. So they're all enjoying it. So they, they a song and then they come back. And they're sitting there kind of... T- or Eric came back after a song. They c- he stayed up there. So Eric comes back and he's talking to me. And this chick comes up and she asked for, hey, 20 bucks, dance right out here. And I was sitting there going, hey, Eric, you, you want me to get you a dance? And he's like, <laughs> he's like uh, 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 kind of looking at me. How was this chick? Like, this chick was pretty hot. She's pretty fucking hot. You would have got a lap dance oh, from her, maybe. Yes. If, you, if, you, if you wanted a lap dance at the yes. time, she was worthy of your 20. Yeah. She was worthy, or, or as um, J-Bone likes to call it, the Andrew Jackson. <laughs> um, so she she was definitely, definitely, and so I was trying to get Eric to agree to it. And I was like, Eric, I'll pay for it and the, the girl just was she didn't want it we were taking too long she had she was definitely going to get somebody to pay her 20 so she yeah. just kept kept moving 
and, man. And I was like, Eric, I would have paid. And he's like, oh, uh, well, I didn't know that. Um, uh, he, he, you're acting like he was shaking at the time. Like he, he was. This, he's kind of he's kind of flustered. It's not like it's he not was like more he's, yellow than usual. <laughs> he wasn't calm, cool, and collective at the strip club. Bamboo. So anyway, we um we get uh we we she she moves and then finally Craig and and uh, Snapchat girl come back and then they blew now, their wide at the stage. Well, it, not really. Craig still got plenty of money. And Eric's like, <laughs> he's Eric's gonna like, love that drop if he listens to this podcast. Eric uh, says, "Okay, it's it's midnight. It's midnight. I gotta go." And it was like, "All right, oh fucking Cinderella over here." So Snapchat girl had to go out with Eric to go get her purse, and then Eric drove her back up because he parked so goddamn far. So they were gone for a little bit. Uh-huh. And Wait, Eric dropped her off. She couldn't walk back from Eric's car. Well, I mean, he was driving right back across. I guess the that interest. makes sense. Although, so she comes going back. Going to Eric, Eric would be like rifling through, trying to find a CD, looking at his phone, checking his snaps. Like he wouldn't be out of that parking lot for at least six minutes. Although Snapchat girl could just get on Snapchat and she would be equal as entertained. So, all right, continue. So they come back in, and I don't know if this happened when Eric was still there or not, but all of a sudden, like Snapchat starts calling her mom in the strip club or something. Like her mom had had called and had missed call or something. So she dials her up in the strip club and tells her she's at a strip club with fucking these degenerates. Was right it here. on was it on like snap oh yeah, by the way, this is the first time Harley, Eric, and Craig have met this girl. They record a podcast, put it on the record, and then go to a fucking strip club to celebrate afterwards. Is that is that like there's not a lot of people you've met for the first time and done those two things. Probably none. No, that and she was really down to go to the strip club. It wasn't like we had to convince her very much, so it was kind of it was kind of odd. And didn't me and Craig talked about knew, this. Like, didn't she say she knew like more than half the people who worked there at some point? Uh, she said she has known people that worked there that went to high school with her, but it just happened. She, I don't think the waitress that we had recognized her, but she claimed to have known the waitress. And Craig was asking her name, and she was like, "says it's one of these sisters," but didn't know this this one's name, but pulled up. A chick that looks similar on Instagram or something. Anyway, there was some... Believable. It was believable. So, she, she calls her mom. And all of a sudden, like, it's like, why is she calling her mom? And, and we're, I'm just looking at some primo titties that are on the stage. And all of a sudden, I get a cell phone put in my face. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, it's my mom. And I was like... Okay, it, so this, I pick it up. Is this Snapchat like video? Is this a no, video no, call? Or is this if old it school? was, I just put it up to my ear. So I don't know. Harley's making a motion like like he's uh, answering the phone, but really he's just flexing. That's some bullshit. He's got a flex twenty four seven. Now he's pointing his tries at. All me. right, he's getting ornery. All right, so anyway, I have to talk to her mom, and her mom's like, "So are, are you a good guy?" I was like, "Yeah, I think so." And Does she ask take, everyone that she gets take, put on the phone with? Take her. Uh, are you taking care of my of my baby? And I'm just like, I mean, we're not going to do anything to her. <laughs> and she's like, well. Uh, hey, I'm a married man. She goes, let me see a ring. You go, oh, shit. Well, she, she, I said, look. <laughs> the tat's not there yet. I'm getting the tat. I said, I said, I'm married. She's friends with one of my friends. We're just out here at the at the strip club. Well, you know, it's kind of weird that she's there with two people. She don't know. And I'm like, well, yeah, that is kind of weird. And yeah. It's your daughter. She's making these decisions. I, life know, I know everyone here besides the least threatening person. I, I, speaking of which, you think Snapchat girl could take Eric in a fight? No, no. All right. I'm just, I was just fucking around. 
Yeah, that that was a fun episode with the Rays. I couldn't believe Eric and uh, there was even a discussion that Eric and Kruski could take two other human I, beings. Yeah, in the fight. I heard that. No way in hell. <laughs> so, so anyway, she hands you, me the phone. You heard Ray's description of that too, right? He referred to those two as scrappy and referred to the other guy as athletic. So the other guys are physically way bigger than you two pipsqueaks. And he was just being, like you guys said, he was just being typical nice guy Ray, not picking a side going, I love both you guys. No, which one would smash the other one? And Eric and Kruski would get their ass beat. Back to the strip club. So anyway, there was a couple of, nothing really crazy happened at the strip club. Craig, Craig was throwing some money out around. There was one stripper that was very, very, uh, athletic and got on top of that pole and was doing some crazy shit. I had to throw some money at her. But truth be told, not too many crazy things happened except that Snapchat girl happened to send a snap at the penthouse club and we also happened to send a snap at the penthouse club. You guys did not orchestrate that? N- no, we told her to not snap. Cause but why? you guys both did? You, well, we told you her resist? not to snap. But we decided that me and Craig going to Penthouse Club, that wouldn't throw up any radars at all. That'd be normal behavior. Yeah. So You guys did play it well saying, oh, we just left, and then her going, I just left too. Well, she could have played that better, but oh, I'm still here. Didn't see him though. No. But both of you guys, you both of you guys even said you left at the same time, even though I told you that the other one had left. Well, no, I told you I'd left before you even told me she, she was really there. Uh-oh. You didn't tell me that part, but I think I may have been in the shower then. But I, I'll go. Oh, I came in the shower, but uh, and it was you guys probably already both left. So when you thought we were both there, this is what you ended up telling her in order to pick us out: Craigie two crunks, <laughs> big ass belly, Harley with long hair, and an Asian guy with glasses. Ha ha ha! Fucking unbelievable shit. He said they just left two minutes ago. Yeah. So that's your description of us so that she could she could find. And of course, Snapchat girl said, blah, blah, blah. I just left. I didn't see him. So how much I, screenshot action do we have over here? Well, she, she had a good bit of it. So <laughs> so she she had sent us some screen caps and stuff like that, but nothing really too entertaining there. But I just said, hey, well played. He asked me the same stuff because I didn't realize you were asking it to her. And I just, I forget what exactly I told you, but I was just like, dude, no, I, I didn't know. I, just, <laughs> I don't know anything. So we leave, we leave the strip club and everything, and everything's good. So Eric's getting really antsy about posting the pod. So I start saying some stuff on Twitter like, hey, we got a very special guest, blah, blah, blah. And then I did something that I thought was really fucking clever. <laughs> yeah, you, th- you thought you could get cute. You thought you could pull off a little photo editing. And Well, you done goofed, buddy, because fucking Sherlock Knobs is on the case. But I want to I ask you this question because I posted a picture with the American flag over her face. So all you could really identify is the clothes she's wearing. A little bit of the hair and her hand. And I don't, I really think that if you would have given too many people there, unless you knew somebody really well, I don't, I really think I did a decent job with hiding who she was. Like, I don't think majority of people pick her out there. Dude, I, I saw that tweet. You go, we're about to post episode something, something sneak peek with the special guest. You had an American flag over her face. And it was you guys all around her looking like happier than pigs and shit. And she, and you can tell she's holding up a selfie stick and being the one taking the picture, like crouched down. 
and I just saw the clothes, and I was just go, there's no other girl that this could be, and she wears those type of clothes, and she would be the one with the selfie stick doing that. It was my selfie stick. It was your selfie stick. Yeah, yeah, but she was she took it though, right? Yeah, she took it. Yeah. But so, but when I when I told you there's no way there had to be something about what her clothes you said and I quote I know what people look like I do know I was what like, people that's look like that's bullshit that's bullshit it it's it's that in the fact that you guys had a special guest on the podcast like who else would it be she's listened to like almost more episodes Joe's probably the only person who's listened to more episodes he's probably listened to every one. Or almost everyone. I think Eric's probably listening to everyone, too. I don't think he has. Well, fuck you, Eric. He Listen took, to all of them. He took a big hiatus. But I, I still I still think it should be hurt. So my favorite part is, I guess you sent her a snap. And you said, LOL, saw you posting with the guys at Craig's place. You guys really fooled me about the whole not seeing each other strip club when you probably went together. And then you say one of the greatest lines. <laughs> I don't even remember if that isn't you, dot, 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 then I'll eat your ass. Yeah, there we go, baby. And she commented back, when you do that anyway? I go, yeah, that was part of the joke. <laughs> so, I and I, so she sends us that this screen This is a scroll. What she sending all, see, this is a red flag. Do not mess around with these chicks. She's fucking way too loose-lipped. And loose lips sink ships. So, the when I get that, picture message what yeah. do you think the first thing i say is i well what chris always says is yeah al i know your type you, you, you're not you're not about to eat ass there's two people people who eat ass and people who don't now you're not yeah i don't know man i think yeah, i'm growing this mustache for fun this is this is what i said i said that is a strong offer to eat ass came hard with it <laughs> So that that was that's kind of that's kind of it. She ended up sending something. Um, no, that that was about it. That she sent a couple things about the um, about the J Bone Frog and stuff like that. But um, it was it was pretty entertaining to see. Like I was like, wait, why would somebody just offer to eat ass immediately? Because it's a joke. But it's it's great because. <laughs> And then she screen caps, and I'm like, uh, like, why? <laughs> like, that? this is a gold mine. Yes, yes, it was, because it's like, this is like some intimate joke Nabox making. Doesn't realize. I wouldn't say that's intimate. I'd say it's. I think eating cr- ass is one crass. of the most. It's a crass joke. Eating ass is one of the more intimate things two people can do. Eh, well, if you don't do your New Year's resolution like Harley and trim his ass hair, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Squir- or a t- squirrel butt friend she talked about. I mean, if if she screen capped me like this, I'm just going to say she was fucking Snapchat me about getting a Brazilian and talking about how they all made one of made fun of one of their friends for having a hairy asshole in your episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, she's on that level of humor. You got to go with the eating ass joke. Oh, see, I thought you were just going to call her out for not being as sculpted as uh, she's portraying her friend as not being. No, no, she... She fucking sent me a snap saying she's getting a Brazilian this week. I haven't gotten a snap to confirm it or not, but I mean, I trust, I trust that part. Um, so that that was kind of about kind of about it with the uh, with the interaction there. I still submit that that was tougher to figure out who that was than not. 
And, uh, well, I did we, it with fucking we, ease. Then we ended up posting it. But what what were you immediately thinking, like, when you realized it was her? Like, was there anything that went through your head, like, oh, fuck? Or you are like, holy shit, how'd they pull that off? Like, I wouldn't say how, holy, like, it's not a holy shit, like, how they pulled it off. Like, it's a complicated thing. It's a holy shit, someone actually had the, uh follow through on an idea and and did what they said they were going to do or like what they put their mind to which says a it says a lot but at the same time harley would love for this pot to happen so he would probably try to try hard but eric's the only one who had contact info so that's why he was involved on some reason but now eric it was eric's idea i once he brought it up i was very relentless (laughs) But that's that's a that's about it. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, kudos on getting the episode, even though it was a little underwhelming. But hey, it's the thought that counts. It's like Christmas presents. One of the things that we did is my wife and I went to a college party. Uh, as one of her uh, horse horse riding clients was having a party down near LSU, so I invited Eric to go because there's got to be a better way to say that horse riding clients. Okay, she was an equestrian friend. I don't know. So anyway, the pick your favorite. So we ended up, and I'm not going to know anybody at this party except for like a couple of her clients that I had met before. <laughs> I want to say clients. Client. These are like 25-year-old girl and uh, probably a 19-year-old girl. One, the one of them is the one that Ryan uh, went on a date with. Wait, was the 19-year-old kind of snotty acting real rude, though? <laughs> She's the one, if you listen to episode two, that Shanker was trying to hit on when she was only 17. Oh, but now she's 19? Yeah. We end up going, and I, she says I can, you know, invite one of my friends so I can uh, not, you know, be some loner douche that doesn't know anybody. Because I'm not good at meeting people. I, I kind of... You're not good at meeting people, and you're pretty good at being a loner douche. So... More emphasis on the douche part. <laughs> so we, um... I tell, I text Eric or I send him some Snapchats and I was like, dude, Eric, college party, you ready? You got to come out here. And Eric's got this fascination that horse chicks are all real big freaks. sluts. Yes. Freaks. Oh, that's true. That's 100% true. I can give you the fucking rundown, but you already know. So, you're married um, to one. So, <laughs> Eric... Uh, that's my wife! Eric's sitting there and he's... uh. He's trying to debate, and he's he's being, oh, I should go, I shouldn't go. What's his reasons for not going? He has no job. He's got no fucking responsibilities. He was he's doing... got no fucking appointments. He's Ah, that's where you're wrong. Eric had no appointment that day or that night. But, and I quote, I had to be a ground, I had to be home for a visit with grandma by noon. So? So anyway, he was, and he was really upset about the logistics and this is kind of the funny part is he thought it'd be odd because he didn't know where he'd sleep i was like well eric if you come to my place first i'll just give you a ride back and you just leave from there and he was like well what about if i end up hooking up with a chick can i bring her back to your place I was like eric if somehow that happens at this party sure but <laughs> it's if a you snowball get, chance in hell if you get uh if you you know end up Staying at the party later than we want to because you're going to hit up chicks. I'll come back and get you. I'll, I will do the bro thing. All right. Can we do a side note here about Eric and this thinking he's going to hook up with a chick? Sure. So, Eric somehow buys more condoms 
Then probably me and Chris combined. I don't buy any condoms, but... Uh, Mr. They Don't Fit My Dick. Kind of. They're just uncomfortable. No one wants to wear them. But there's been multiple times when Eric's like, Hey, I need to get condoms before we go out. Or I need to do this. Like, I think specifically... For Dan's bachelor party, we're on an Uber going to a restaurant before he went out to 6th Street, which 6th Street's like their their party street until all the hipsters took over. But uh, Eric tells the Uber driver, hey, uh, you mind stopping at a gas station before we get there? I need to go get gum. And Eric's like nudging us like, hey, I'm going to get condoms. But he never hooks up with anybody. So he's always randomly buying packs of condoms before he goes out. Like, this is like the equivalent of a person uh, coming home from a shitty job, about to buy the lottery ticket, go, hey, telling their son, hey, today's my day, boy. I'm really going to strike it rich this day. They buy the lottery ticket, but they never cash in. Eric buys condoms, but he never cashes in. Like, what happens to all these condoms? Condoms last for a while. You think he's just taking them and jerking off with them? Like, why is he buying so much condoms? I don't know. I didn't know this was a thing with Eric, so I can't really uh, comment. But they do expire. They last longer than you think they do. Well, I think he maybe he loses them. Maybe he goes out and just like throws by them away. Lo- by loses them, you mean put in quotes uses them beaten off? Because like, how are you gonna lose them? I don't, I like maybe it's the end of the night. He just gets upset and he throws those condoms away. Maybe what, buy, what you, what I'm not walks, saying it's he walks smart. straight home and throws them in the gutter. Like fooey tonight stunk. Yeah, like no. these condoms weren't Why, lucky. You, condoms aren't cheap, man. He said these condoms weren't lucky. Condoms are cheap, and as we heard in the strip club, Eric is cheap. So I don't know. I don't. This is a mystery. This is why I'm bringing this up. I don't know. It's a good question. It's a mystery. Good question. Alright, so back to Eric not wanting to go to this party. He's worried about the logistics, and he said that Eric was like, how am I going to get home if I hook up with a chick? Yeah, that's what he was worried about. He was he was worried about logistically how he was going to move around Baton Rouge if he didn't drive there and left his car, or the other way, if he got drunk and still had his car. Anyway, he was worried about if he was hooking up a chick, how things would go, and I said, Eric, if that happens, I'll help you out. Yeah, but Eric's been to Europe. Like, you figure out how to do what you need to do. And and you don't even have your phone on you. All right, Baton Rouge has Uber. That's an easy way home. If your cell phone still has juice, Google taxi company Baton Rouge. Boom, that's easy. Do you think he's just throwing up these as a smoke screen because he just doesn't want to make the drive? Because I mean, he was inside out at the time, so it's about a, an hour and 45, almost two hours. I don't think ago. it's that. I think he honestly believes these are a valid excuses. But he's thinking of like 1% scenarios that are, as I just said, easily uh, easily rectified. Yeah, I, I was like, dude, Eric, I will come back after dropping my wife off because I didn't have work the next day and come pick you up. It's not a big deal. So anyway, he doesn't come. So now I'm gonna really rub it in. I want to. Sh- I'm gonna send him some fucking snaps about how fun this fucking. So like party you is. and Craig at the strip club, s- Snapchatting you guys, grinning like some bitches, trying to show how you were having such a great time. So you're gonna do this same thing to Eric at the party, saying, "Oh man, should have been here, bro. It was fucking lit." Evidently, I'm really big, and I didn't realize it before in revenge snaps. Or what do you like, mean? Oh, you're, oh, I thought you meant big physically, like triceps. 
All right, let's not get to things we already know we are. <laughs> um, so anyway, I start Stop sending flexing. I start sending him some uh, snaps of the two horse chicks in particular. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, revenge snaps. What did I do to reserve a, uh, deserve a revenge snap? Uh, maybe subconsciously I just thought you went to Australia for too long and uh, I was missing my bro. <laughs> for I don't too know. long. I don't know. See, this is, guys, and ladies, listen on the podcast. This is the mind of a hater right here. You took a vacation for too long. He doesn't want to see another play out here shining. I don't know if that was it. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know if it was my subconscious. I don't want to look in there right now. So we get we walk up into this party and we're a little late because of course we we can never be anywhere on time. I we're mean, a little ways a away. So you want to be late to a party anyway. Yeah, this but is, this, this is this is a time you don't. You're a little I never, too late. I never thought about this. So we come in and evidently everybody else is really punctual. And my wife didn't tell me, but it was some kind of like dirty Santa gift swap bullshit going. Yeah, with on. horse girls, it's always dirty Santa. So. We walk in and everybody's crowded around. So it's obvious that you're late because everybody in the party is like in a horseshoe around the Christmas tree. And they got to all crane their neck like, who just came in? Oh, it's man bun. <laughs> yeah, because they don't know me. So I'm the first thing they, they see. They don't know me. They don't. For those who are not on the podcast, Harley's got a solid stash going. One of the better stashes of his career. And a man bun that he says if he took it out, it would go down past his shoulders. Yeah, some chicks at the party asked me to do that. They're like, how long how long have you been growing your hair? And, Hashtag wavy. And I said, uh, you know, two and a half years. And they're like, oh, my God. Can we see it? And I was like, sure, girl. Yeah, normally girls say that to me, but it's as I show my pubic hair and they're slowly backing away. All right. So. Um, Sorry, I'm running bits. Anyway, we come and it's like dirty sand and they look and of course my wife's not with me at first. She's lagging behind. So I walk in. First first thing they see is one, me looking like how you just described. And I also have a 25 ounce Budweiser and a paper bag. Swag. Walking in like a boss. <laughs> like his dad, the old fucking apple don't fall far from that tree. So they all turn around and they look and... It, uh, who the fuck is that? And and these are all like twenty two year olds. So I'm a, I got a good like six years on these motherfuckers. And, and and at a certain age, young people don't realize that hey motherfucker, you're gonna be looking just like us way before you fucking know it. So there's certain young people like oh my god, you're so old. And sometimes that means they're trying to flirt with you. Other times they actually mean it, and you're just like oh you're in for a fucking rude awakening, sweetie. Father time is unfucking defeated anyway. So we, we get there and they're all doing this secret Santa swap and I'm just like, okay, this is Did not Did you guys cool. even bring a gift? No, we didn't bring <laughs> fucking anything. So of course they're doing Ella, all this. these are my clients. I don't need to get them anything. So they're doing all this and we're like, all right, fuck this. And I have to stand there and watch for this because there's nothing else going on. How much did you have left in the 25 ouncer? Um, like how much could you withstand being in the circuit before like, I need a well, fucking no, drink? No, well, see, that's what, that's why I bought a drink. So we got to the gas nice. station and I had to fill up and I was like, I was like, did you bring any, cause she told me not to bring any beer. So I said, Hey, go in there and get me a, uh, they got in this gas station. You got two for one. Uh, tall boys, go get me Budweiser. So she wait, goes wait, in. wait. What gas station is this? The one right there across from LaBerge. Okay, so you were barely... You, oh, had, you had been driving for about 30 minutes on like a two-hour drive? 
What? Where were you going? I'm going from my house to, you know where I lived in Nicholson Lakes? Yeah. That's where the party was. Oh, okay. I thought this party was like in New Orleans. All right. Never oh, mind. Oh, no. No. So we get, we get, we get the beers there and I polish off one within like, there's only like a f- three minute, five minute drive from there, including parking and getting out. So I polish one yeah, off it's, and I, it's, it's under 10 minutes. So I throw it, I throw it away and I just had cracked the new one. Of course that was in the separate brown paper bag. So I was full up on beer. That was my goal is to have a full beer. So I didn't have to look logistically and f- try to find a beer. I can walk right, in. So I didn't right have when you walk in the door, you got a full beer pretty much. So, yeah. so you can fucking just, you can deal with lurching at the secret yep, Santa and game. And that's what I did. I sat in the back and lurched. It's exactly what I would have done. So, I mean, I would have been more of a lurch, but you're still, you know. Well, you're a little in. taller, so they would have saw that. Uh, <laughs> lurching a little easier than me. I could kind of duck down high. That's, Dad, I just told you. So, yeah, Dad, you told us. So, Ella comes Ella comes in finally. and Who's they Ella? Oh, wife. your wife. Finishes the Secret Santa Normally shit. Normally in the podcast, she's my wife. Okay, so. anyway, she comes in and she finishes. they finish the Secret Santa shit. And the two other chicks, come. they walk outside. So, I don't know anybody else here. So, I'm looking around and I'm like, who do I want to make conversation with? And the prospects are slim. So, anyway, I walk outside where they went and they got a dartboard. So I just start throwing darts. Harley just go say, oh, I'm going to start flexing. I'm just going to take the longest dart poles and just uh, they can see every fucking cut in this bicep and tricep. So I'm, It's a good strat. Well, the problem was... You is attract they, more flies with honey. <laughs> they had um, beer pong tables set up in the garage. You had basically four of them kind of set up. So they, they were going to play some serious... Four tables? Serious beer pong. This is college kids. Like we're so ready to get of, fucking down. None of down. the tables were open. No, there's no one there. We're the first ones to walk out. So say, hey, who wants to play beer pong? Ah, see, that's why we're best friends, buddy. So, <laughs> hey, 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 you're crewing up. Harley's like, I don't want to be with my wife. She sucks. Hey, bro, you look like you got decent forearms. You so, this? so what happens is I go out there, I'm throwing darts, and then my wife really wants to play, but she wants to do something stupid and use a whole bottle of champagne as, instead of two beers. Why is your wife always doing that stupid shit? All right. So anyway. Well, what? You're not gonna, she's not going to listen to this. Not while you're Snapchatting me, you motherfucker. So, I got to send it to Snapchat, girl. Sorry. Too meta for the pod. So <laughs> we, go, we go out there and uh, my wife and her friend are teaming up. Every time you say my wife, I do it in the Borat voice. My wife, in my head, and I want to fucking stab myself every time I do it. But I can't stop doing it in my head. So my wife and uh, <laughs> this chick team I'm dying up. on the inside. So I'm on the other side, and the first girl that comes out, because no one else came out. She just happened to be a girl. I was like, hey, beer pong, you want to go? So you pick a girl that wasn't even your wife to be your partner? Well, yeah, but my wife's already picked a partner. And she didn't want to pick me. So anyway, gee, is if this isn't fucking true love? It, no, if this isn't a fucking true representative of this relationship, I don't know what is. So this is—it's just playing itself out right in front of you. So anyway, um, we're playing. It takes me a little while to get going. <laughs> my wife is on a heater. She keeps making cups, cups, cups. So, she, so like, she's looking like a fucking genius. You're going, I don't want this yeah, jabroni yes. on my team. Even though this jabroni's my husband. And I said I would be with him. 
in sickness or in health. Well, not in beer pong, maybe in marriage, but I, I want to win. So we get down and there, she gets all the way and she's knocking him down. Her partner's only hit one. She's hit at this point eight. There's one cup left. We How many have, have you s- made thus to thus point? Well, I've made three, but there's still six cups left. So my other part, my, the girls only made one. All right. So I'm looking and now she's thinking she's hot shit. Who, your girl? No, wife, not this girl. And also, no, I meant your wife by saying your girl. So <laughs> I throw. I said your bang. girl and meant your wife, and you thought it was your teammate. So I, I, I get really hot there because she's she's talking some shit now. Bang, bang! I make three in a row. Heating up. That's a turkey. So I, I, I missed my next one, so I couldn't do that. Anyway, I got to where I made a maybe like. How many? I had six left, so maybe like five out of my next eight. So I'm doing pretty good. There's, I make the second one. There's only one cup left. On my, both sides. So you yeah. have one cup, they have one cup. My wife looks at me and goes, well, I've been trying for the last cup. It's really hard to make the last cup. I said, girl, watch this. First try in the last cup. Bang, it's over. Game's done. And I didn't get off the table for... Five more games. I was With on the same fire. Girl? No, she ended up leaving after that game. Man, he's got swag. But this, um, I I think he was gay. I'm not sure. But this, uh, but you guys, you two made a great team. We did make a good team. So he came over and he had <laughs> Wait, like who a, was the power bottom. He had a military shirt on, but he was he talked a little bit of lisp and had some feminine features or qualities, I guess. So he's probably marine. <laughs> So anyway, we get th- we get there and he's he's with me. He said he's not very good, but all he needed to make was like two or three cups because I was on fire. Now are you saying he's you not sure what side of the fence he's on? Because after he threw the beer pong ball, he had way too long of a follow through. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm doing a limp wristed motion for all you guys at home. Yeah, I'm sure they and th- girls. I'm sure they thought that. So anyway, I, I played pretty good. So then I got off of there. Um, I actually just quit because I had to drive home, so I was tired. I needed to sober. So up. you never lost. No, I you didn't. just retired. That's correct. At, on top. Yep. Jordan of this shit. So what was your wife doing the whole time while you were playing? Uh, she was she was playing. She tried to get on another table. She played and lost, and then uh, she was I don't know walking around talking to people. Anyway, um, I got in control of the music, and that's how what, did that happen. Yeah, that's right. Start playing Harley's Post Malone. one of the worst DJs. Post Malone and Fetty Wap was probably the only Oh, fuck yeah. We were, and probably Nelly, that, uh, Nelly was playing. Baby E was on there. Fight, fight Night was probably Migos. On. Yeah, that got played. <laughs> so I was killing the game. Got on the music. I don't know if you were you were killing the party. Maybe not the game. <laughs> hey, them 22-year-olds love that shit. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, we had a, had a good time. Had a good time. We ended up... Um, uh, leaving the party, my wife put down a ton of booze, and I had to basically carry her out of there, which is good look in front of the clients. It was it was a good time. Yeah, so she's at a work party where she's supposed to be looking. There's good. only two people, and they're kind of like, well, they more so friends th- than clients. So who threw the party though? Like whose party was this? You know the girl that works at Fat Cow that yeah. Ryan went on a date. Fat Burger. It's her. It was her house. Yep. Oh, so so that that. So it was basically a party she was throwing that she was just invited to. So yeah, that was that's okay because that other girl fucking parties her ass off, dates a couple of your friends, gets about four free meals, and's like, all right, thanks, man, good knowing you. And then who's and then the other one was the younger girl. So yep. oh yeah, yeah, it no, was she it was fucked up. That, it was that's not time. a bad look at her at all. I mean, it's a no. bad it's a bad look as a partier, but not as a uh, professional. Well, I guess. and she did wake up and make it to work the next day. 
like a champ. So, you know, my, my wife put down some booze and handled it. Quit so, saying my wife. Uh, well, you can't, don't tell me it doesn't bother you because then I'm going to keep doing it. Oh, it bothers me. All right, so we good on that? Oh, uh, let me go on my Christmas rant. I know we're a little past Christmas, but I'm going to tell you the fucking worst advertising strategy ever that happens a lot during Christmas. So Christmas, this bad advertising that gets brought up by Christmas, you go, you know the scene. You go to the grocery store, and there's a person ringing about ding 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 ding. Salvation ding, Army. Yeah, as you're going in, and it is the most annoying sound ever. Now, is this? It's annoying everybody. Like no one's enjoying this noise, right? But the whole point is you're calling attention to it. Yeah. So is this? A great marketing strategy or an awful one? Because at first glance, you're like, oh my God, I fucking hate this. Right? Like, what do you feel about this type of shit? Hands in pockets, walk by. No eye contact. So, so the annoyingness of it elicits, you're like, I do not want to deal with this person. Like, I may have gave them money, but they're causing physical harm on my oh, ears. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, I don't want to give this person money. Yeah, I know, but the, what what part of the marketing strategy? The is bell in there? plays no part in what I. Oh, do. so so you're 100 percent no charity ever. Well, if I if I actually pay with cash and I come out and I have like some change, I'll put it in there. But this this isn't like I'm not thinking. Hey, I'm going to give to this fucking charity. You're I'm not thinking gonna... you're making change, but you're like, all right, you you're at at no point do you want it. You you think this is ineffective. This your money's gonna go nowhere. Why would I give money to this person? No, it's it's I want money. I don't want to give it away. That's that's the thought. Okay, so anti charity is the move here. The primary yeah, that sounds the worse pri- though. The I mean, is, if it's true, this is talking small podcasts. We spit that real. I mean, the thing is, is I give to the United Way through work and some other stuff. So I just feel like I've already given to charity. I don't want to be. Popped when I go into inside a Walmart. So you feel like you've done your part. I've definitely fucking done my part. All right, and that this this is you, you don't need to do more of your part by gift to this person. You have no idea where the money goes. Well, it's supposed it to be Salvation not, this, Army. So this has zero percent to do with the, the bell. Yeah, zero. No, the bell's done. No. Well, well, I mean, if Harley you're aggravated, the, if you're aggravated by the bell, tell me why you're so aggravated by it. Why you're, would you? You're why not, would the bell stop you from giving money? Like I don't get it. You're not aggravated by the bell. It's not like when you give them money, they turn the fucking bell off. They if, do though, because they have to take the donation, or they have to shut the bell down because you walk up and they shut up. And that's why I'm thinking. I thought it was a terrible marketing strategy, and then I turned the corner on it. They're being so annoying that they're. Paying for you to turn the bell off because you get the gratification of the no, your ring your ear stop ringing. Plus, you get the gratification of donating to charity. So, at a certain point, you get the attention grab, and then you get the annoyance factor. You think most people aren't annoyed by it as much as I am because I am very annoyed by it. Reg- regardless if they're annoyed by it or not. It's not like they take a mental image of you and when you go in the store, they start doing it again. And when you come out, they stop just for you. They're still doing it when you come out. So it's not like... It's a temporary stop though. Okay. I'm just saying a little bit of fucking... A little bit of... uh, This is a little bit of control you have in the world even though you have to pay for it. You can get someone to shut up. (laughs) 
for a, for a decent donation. You That's can, why I think it's a decent marketing strategy now. I used to hate it. Now I'm 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 moving back on the fence on it. This isn't like people are going around like like if he, this motherfucker walked into my gym and started doing this the bell thing right behind me and said, hey, if you give me a dollar, I'll shut the fuck up. Well, then that's your strategy. But if this guy's sitting outside the gym and I could just walk by and annoy him for a little bit, he's not getting any money from me. But if you follow me around and start with that bell, you, yeah, this you're going to shut the fuck up. You're going to get beat the fuck up. This is a, a bunk analogy because and no what? one's coming up to me when I'm in the gym and annoying <laughs> me because I'm big swole. And Harley acted like he would go on a treadmill in a gym. What? I don't do treadmill. You're right. I did some incline bench, some flat flies today, a little uh, wide arm pull-ups, and some uh, bent rows. Killed it. Yeah, so if anyone bet money whether Harley was going to mention German volume training on this podcast. I didn't say German volume training. I just described what the routine was. You didn't say what? (laughs) But you said it before, so. JVT. What a great New Year's resolution. I'm still doing it. That's what I'm talking about. He's still on that wagon. All right. So to wrap this podcast up, we're going to bring in a new segment. What could this possibly be? Why you got to overhype it like that? It can't live up to that hype. Well, we've been overhyping this podcast for two year, year and a half now. So let's keep going. We haven't over been hyping. We haven't been overhyping it. We've been properly hyping it. I mean, it has been good. I agree. It's quality. Anyway, on to the new segment. Follow the us f- on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, <laughs> at Talking Small Pod. Or you can send us emails at Talking Small Podcast at gmail.com. You can consume our products on TuneIn app, Google Play, iTunes. And I know we've been hitting some iTunes hard, guys. We appreciate it. Maybe we'll crack the top 3,000 in iTunes shortly. <laughs> hey, top 3,000. We coming for you, bitch. Uh, Stitcher. We're also there too. So, a lot of ways to consume your pod, and we appreciate all the views. Thank you guys. All right. So, on to the new segment the Fireball Hot Take of the Week. It's really hot. (laughs) That was not rehearsed. All right. So, this is a hot take I'm going with. I don't even know what he's going to say. I am. I'm ready. When you why'd you do it again? Why are you going over the top radio guy on me right now? I don't know. Let's go. Okay, so Fireball Hot Take of the Week. He was mentioned on a previous podcast. I think David Blaine is the coolest man in America. That's a hot fucking take. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this. Who who would be your runner up? Mm. Well, that's The Rock probably. Okay, I can tell you right now, The Rock smashes David Blaine. No, no Maybe contest. Maybe physically, but mentally, David Blaine. Are you calling The Rock stupid? I'm not calling The Rock stupid. I'm saying David Blaine is mystifying. Okay, so why? Why is David Blaine the? Would you call him the coolest guy? The coolest man in America, right now. He's got the belt, in my opinion. Who's cooler than him? Who? Who's got your? Uh... Ryan Seacrest. Absolutely not. Ryan Seacrest is pretty cool. When's the last time you saw Ryan Seacrest on TV? Uh, New Year's Eve. He uh, did the big... You uh, watch that? Some of it, yeah. Wait, what'd you do for New Year's Eve? Let's get on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> Wife got sick. I was at home. This was, that was Harley not cool. Harley was it, on nothing else. 
Boring. So, so you you would like to have that Ryan Seacrest life? Are you kidding me? Who wouldn't want to be Ryan he Seacrest? He works a lot. Yeah, and he probably gets bank and gets bitches, man. Ryan Seacrest is like that dude. But is he cool? He's successful, but is he cool? Is he the coolest man in America? You just said Ryan Seacrest was the coolest man in America. He's this up is, there. This, you, why do you have to do my... Fireball, outdo my fireball hot take of the week with a scorching hot chicken cock cinnamon shot of the week. (laughs) Um, Look that up. That is a real cock chicken or chicken cock. That is a real fucking chicken cock. Chicken cock, yeah. Made with real chicken cocks. So you know it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely creamy. Um... Okay, go ahead with your take. I'm sorry I tried to steal your No, thumb, no, but no. But Seacrest is cooler than David Blaine. No, he is not. Hot bullshit. David Blaine. David Blaine is the Tiger Woods of magic, but he's still at the top of his game. Well, he's, how, he's, how, how do you, like, do you follow him or something? Do you know he's slaying these chicks? Like, why do you think he's so, like... Okay, like, I so, haven't seen David Blaine do anything in years. I mean, and... David I, Blaine was just on... I didn't he, see him. He, he had a fucking thing where he was doing magic tricks in front of the Warriors and Drake. He fucking did a trick where he... First of all, Drake is the coolest person from Canada. Just FYI. Hey, J-Lo. Dead ass. All right, go ahead. The coolest person for Canada is like coolest person at North Shore High School our senior year. It's not a fucking thing to brag about. I don't know. If you put Canada's cool against our cool, Canada might win. Yeah, I know. I'm saying the disparity, though. No, that's true. You're in a sea of mundane. <laughs> yeah, but who who cares? I think Canada's cool might be rival USA's cool. Let's go ahead. Sean Mendez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harley just loved himself from Sean Mendez. All right, so David Blaine was with the Warriors, Drake and all that, and he performed a trick for him. It was just on TV like a month ago. I didn't see it. You know why? Because he's not fucking cool. I'm not watching anything just because Blaine is on there. You can't even say David Blaine. Fuck. I don't care. D. Blaine's? I don't care. He's doing magic tricks for celebrities. Oh, why do I think he slays so much puss? Because of... uh, Have you ever heard the uh, stories of when DiCaprio was... uh, Hey, hold on real quick. DiCaprio has bitch tits and slays pussy. (laughs) Another thing for bitch tits, but uh, do you know do you know the name of the uh, the group where DiCaprio and like Tobey Maguire and E from Entourage were all hanging out? They had they had a uh, a name. Yeah, they're called the Pussy Posse. Look, look right here. Okay. So David Blaine was a part of the Pussy Posse, and he got more ass than DiCaprio and all those guys apparently. All right. So chicks, lo- as much as people like to hate on magic, chicks love that shit. DiCaprio, I'm telling you, he's the Tiger Woods of magic, but he never fell off. And this is why this is the fireball hot take of the week. You don't agree with me, but hey, weigh in. Who's the fucking coolest man in America? Harley says Ryan Seacrest. I said Ryan Seacrest is cooler than David Blaine. F- and you're wrong. David Blaine has talent. Seagrass has a talent too, but it's not a talent you want or not a talent that makes you the coolest man in America. I rest my case. Can you think of another cooler guy? Justin Timberlake is cooler than them. Is he? Yes. Justin Timberlake's kind of corny. Justin Timberlake's cool. Eh. 
Vin Diesel's cool. Har- <laughs> <laughs> Harley, just because Justin Timberlake went, a million dollars isn't cool. A billion dollars is cool in a movie doesn't mean he's the coolest man in America. He's uh, Liam Neeson's I, cool. He's not American. He's in America, but he's not American, and he ain't the coolest. He's got a legendary piece. I heard about that. <laughs> um, so I, I think um, Tom Brady's cool. Tom Brady's cool, but but he seems whipped, and he's 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 muted by the media. Like he's not the all coolest right, man. All right, fine. Would you pick David Blaine or would you pick Gronk? Who's cooler? It's tough. You who already I, said David Blaine's the coolest guy in America. Who would, who would I rather be? I might rather... Actually, you know how much fucking dirty shit I'd do if I was David Blaine? Make them panties disappear, boy. Exactly. Like it, It'd be fucked up if I was David Blaine. I have too much power. So that's why I would choose to be Gronk. But shit, man. David Blaine... He's got a skill set I could I could only only dream of. I could work out and be dedicated like David Blaine, dude. I'd be I'd be I'd be good. I'd pick David Blaine over Gronk. All right, there's your hot take of the week. Okay, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> Harley, <laughs> thinking that's a freezing cold. No, the freezing cold. No, that's a hot take because it's fucking just out there and no one's Harley, thinking why that. Why would you say Donald Trump is the coolest man in America? Well, Craig, what do you think about it? Build that fucking wall. So. Craig, Donald Trump is not cool. Um, there's nothing cool about Donald Donald Trump. I mean, no, he's 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 not cool. Bill Clinton got to he's cool status, even though I didn't I don't understand that just because he oh got, Bill, oh how Bill Clinton get to cool status is easy. Well, That's just because he got just because he got a dome domer <laughs> from fucking Monica Lewinsky. Like, does that really make you cool? You can't say you can't. You can't disregard that at all, because what other president has get, been caught? There's been 40. Now with Barack, there's been 44 of them. And with Trumpy, it's going to be 45. He's the only one that I know of that ever got domed off in the Oval Office and didn't get kicked out. You think George Washington didn't get domed off? George Washington was the original press. Or what about Thomas Jefferson? He owned slaves. Yeah, and I guarantee he got about, domed off. Well, apparently the whole thing about Jefferson is that he had se- he had like sex slaves yeah he had like five five or six kids with the does slave. that make does that make him cool kinda uh, maybe he's the coolest president it makes him cool and sadistic at the same time I think Teddy Roosevelt's kind of cool got a good name got a big old mustache he's a roughneck yeah Teddy Roosevelt's probably cool yeah, man, Teddy Teddy Roosevelt was about that life. I know you're about that Taft. How did we get into president takes now? I don't what know. What is this? Oh yeah, Trump coolest man in America because Craig said so. Yeah. Well, um, before we get to your tales of Australia, I have a fuck that dude of the week. Oh shit! Fuck that dude of the week. Fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. Fuck that guy. And my re- immediate reaction to that is, fuck that dude. He fucking deserves it too. His name is Esteban Santiago. Oh, he's a Spanish son of a bitch. This is the motherfucker. Esteban. Who went to the Fort Lauderdale Airport. I like. And shot get- some motherfuckers. Five, killed five people and wounded some more. Like, 
This motherfucker. He wounded at least 13 more, right? I, the numbers, I've seen a couple different reports. I've seen 11, I've seen 13. But You've it, seen reports, you know what? I've seen the documents. So, this motherfucker from originally Puerto Rico. Served in the Puerto Rico National Guard. What does that? What does that even mean? I don't know. Like Puerto like, Rico knows it's fucking protected by Uncle Sam. Well, the big daddy dick of North America. So, in a surprise move, you know, he he serves in Iraq and some stuff like that. Comes back, mm. veteran. We we do support the vets, Shout but the not veterans. not this kind. So <laughs> he gets uh he comes back and then he gets transferred to, of all places, Alaska's. National Guard. How topical. So this motherfucker ends up getting arrested a couple, I think it was a couple weeks before this event. For from, doing what? From basically, he had an abusive thing with his girlfriend. She was in the bathroom or something. He busted in the door and busted some ass on her. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What does busted some ass mean? Normally between us, that means ripping a fart or taking a shit. No, he just he just hurt her. But I just busted He just wanted her? Hurt her. What does that mean? Physical violence, motherfucker. <laughs> so then, I don't, I don't know. So he gets, he gets, uh, he gets arrested, and then uh, he's flying down. He ch- he checks a handgun in, everything legal. Gets gets to the fucking airport. Flying gets in a badge from Alaska, of right? Uh, through Canada, I think there was Alaska a stop in through Canada. Canada. Yep. A bunch of these northern assholes, fucking us. <laughs> and then um, crazy up, they're crazy up north. The cold makes them crazy. Well, I, I, look, he's from Puerto Rico. He look goes at me up to right now. I'm all jittery. Yeah. It's because I'm. Co- it's cold outside. So, so this, this isn't me. This guy comes back to Fort Lauderdale, which I'm flying to on Monday, and we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. And um, he sh- he goes to the bathroom, assembles a gun, comes out and shoots people, and then like he doesn't get killed. He doesn't like go down. Until he dies. What did Esteban do? He, he gets fucking caught by the police, and now he's like going to have to go through trial and waste taxpayer money. Like, get yourself shot at that point. You think you think the army drove him crazy? That Seems they, to happen a lot. They said he had some mental illness and some things like that, and the army was giving him counseling and things like that. So it's more of a mental illness issue, I yeah, believe. Yeah, but did the army make him that way? Is it PTSD? Uh, the specific article that I read did not allude to PTSD. It's gotta be. I don't know what kind of tour he actually saw. He might have just had mental illness and now now he knows weaponry and then he decided he was gonna go to jail up there for the fucking uh girlfriend thing. Now he's gonna come down and he's gonna fuck it. I don't wanna be in jail in Alaska. They probably don't have heaters in that motherfucker. Comes down to Fort Lauderdale, sunny sunny Florida and decides that this is where I wanna go to fucking jail. So wait, you you gave him the fuck that dude, but now you give him the benefit of the doubt of you know, no, thinking fuck he's, that dude. Thinking he's crazy like a fox. Yeah, he's coming down south. He, that bird's flying south to get cooped up down here. I don't well, know. I just thought about that on the spot. I don't yeah, know if that's th- true. Hey, thanks a lot, Alaska. Yeah, fuck Alaska. I have another Alaska story because I was listening to a, a This American Life. This is a quick one. All right, so they had a thing about animals and humans interacting, blah, blah, blah. Well, one of them was uh, the Alaskan people's, like, uh, respect and reverence for moose. Apparently, these um, these people called the wildlife fisheries or whatever they have up there, park range or whatnot, because this moose was at a bar. But the moose, normally they're kind of you know high, strong and whatnot. This moose was just staring. He was just like staring off into the distance like he was stoned out of his mind. And they were like, oh, what the hell? 
So they call the they call the guy. Apparently, the moose have been eating cr- rotten crab apples in the winter, and these rotten crab apples had gotten this moose drunk as fuck. So it was just deer in the headlights or moose in the headlights and just like staring there at a bar. And he's like, well, he's not hurting anybody. So kind of just, you know, leave him alone and let him pass out. And this, uh, so this gets like picked up in the newspaper and the, the moose gets, uh, nicknamed Buzzwinkle. <laughs> and I thought it was a pretty funny story. Buzzwinkle, that's kind of bush league though, right? Like that's such an easy it fucking. Is. Uh, in the story, it says like the park ranger guy didn't like it. He thought it was whack, but I, I don't know. Buzzwinkle's a bro in my book, so bro of the week goes out to Buzzwinkle and Buzzwinkle. Uh, you know they saw him a couple other times. He got you know uh, caught up in Christmas lights. He was drunk again, and he was. But at a certain point, he gets a call from a neighbor, and Buzzwinkle's on his last legs. And he's not making it long. And the park ranger, you know, goes to his car, gets his shotgun out, and, you know, ends Buzzwinkle's life. But... So, wait, Rotten Apples gave him a permanent buzz? Not a permanent buzz, but he developed an affinity for it. Just like the first time I had a couple turbo dogs, I was kind of sleepy, but I wasn't on the bandwagon. And then, you, you know... You acquire a taste for alcohol in general. So that's what Buzzwinkle did. He realized that fermented apples would get him a little fucked up. <laughs> Shout out to Buzzwinkle. <laughs> we meant to get to Australia, but we haven't uh, we haven't necessarily got there yet. So we're going to probably make that a separate pod. So if you were looking for Australia. Listen to the next one. This was entertaining, but you may have to listen back a couple pods to get everything. Especially the Snapchat girl stuff. It's a little inside baseball. Or inside talking small. And I would like to say we finally have more views than Danielle, my sister, Dan Bleasy, has followers on Twitter. Why do you got to mention her Twitter name? Now she's going to get more followers than we have That's views. not her Twitter name. That's her Snapchat name. Oh, thank you. There you go. Yeah, See. follow her on Snapchat. She's uh, part of the Mile High Club. Yeah. All right. Do you think, <laughs> do you think, it's, uh, do you think it's weird when you see her snaps of her sitting in the cockpit of the plane? Like, doesn't that make you a little scared to fly? No, no because I know, like, you, you put those things on autopilot at certain times. Like, even if Danielle doesn't touch anything, nothing's going to go wrong. Which you can say about just about anything in life, but... That's a hot take. Don't touch it. It won't go wrong. Well, Danielle, don't touch it. Nothing will go worse. All right. Thank <laughs> you for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Stay tuned. We will talk an Australia episode. Um, And I hope to get a good episode with the uh, love machine aka butch i'll be going and hanging out with knoblock's dad in key west here shortly and uh i hope to get a good pod with him love machine hopefully coming soon again thank you you can join us on uh snapchat twitter instagram at talking small pod you can send us an email at talkingsmallpodcast at gmail.com you can, uh, if you want to be a guest, please hit us up. We're always looking for talent. We like guests, and uh, we're glad to have Al back from Australia. Does he have any communicable b- diseases? You'll have to tune in next time. Thank Wait, I didn't much. even, I didn't <laughs> try to spoil that yet. All right, later.